We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, where in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. This is a transformational hour that covers an array of topics that demonstrate how individuals use their native talents, as shown in their name, to look for the ordinary in extraordinary ways. Albert Einstein once said that everybody is a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone is a genius unless he knew that to be true? I'm your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth, creator of Namology Science and author of Know the Name, Know the Person. In each weekly show, you'll hear the fascinating ways other people discovered the genius in themselves and what they were able to accomplish because of it. At the end of each show, you'll hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. All over the world, people have many, many diverse interests. And in that vein, people have asked about different occupations and areas of life that have highly interested them. People want to know how highly successful people have managed to achieve their genius mindset by utilizing the gifts that are seen in their name, utilizing nameology science. So how does someone express their creative talents and how does someone share those gifts with others in such a way that all benefit? Our expert tonight is John D. Whitus, who has developed her genius in the area of helping others embrace who they authentically are. John D. Whitus assists people in embracing their authentic selves. She uses EFT as her main modality, as she is an accredited certified master trainer and is a board member of the largest EFT association in the world, AAMET International. She is the co-founder and host of the radio shows Tap Fest and The Tapping Star. She also shares uh, and creates podcasts, which are shared on Tapping Q&A and the Military Family Radio Network. Jonda uses her gifts and talents to help veterans and their families who otherwise may not receive assistance in transitioning back into a non-combat lifestyle. She does this by creating a place of safety and a space for growth. Then she assists in co-creating solutions for removing obstacles and limiting beliefs that no longer serve the individual. She's dedicated her life to helping others pursue their dreams so that life is definitely worth living. Jondi teaches how to grow one's potential by teaching emotional wisdom, self-regulation, and empowerment. Jondi Whitus's name indicates that she is brilliant in anything she pursues, as she is the most potent combination in her name for brilliance that exists using nameology science. 
In addition, she has a logical mind that sees things in step-by-step approach so that her natural talents can be seen in math, music, computers, mechanics, anything that uses that step-by-step logical reasoning. She learns through experiences and has an ethical foundation all shown in her name. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, Jondi. Well, thank you. I I feel so much better about myself all of a sudden. (laughs) That was wonderful. Thank you. I I, I will try to live up to that in this interview. I I certainly will. Well, you're definitely living up to it in life, so that's what counts. How did you discover what your gifts were? Would you say that again? I'm sorry. I didn't hear. I was about to say something. (laughs) Yeah. How did you discover what your gifts were? You know, was there something that happened or there was a magical moment or how did you know that all of a sudden this was the what you wanted to do? I think I slowly built on the evidence that I could survive and even thrive um, because I moved every year as a child for a very long time. So I was always the new kid and every situation was very different, even though the children might have looked the same. It was very different, and I learned through a combination of humor and self-deprecation and uh, entertaining personality, I learned how to navigate those waters. And I think what that helped me do was surmise that I liked people and I had a way in which I felt comfortable by finding out who they were and being able to connect with them in some way that was meaningful to them. And so over time, I think I just decided that 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 meant I had communication skills. And later on in life, I realized as a film and television producer that I did have some logical reasoning skills and and I could put things together. I could see a very big picture as well as the little steps that had to occur to make them happen. And then later on still, I put those things together trying to weave this idea of liking people, understanding people, building bridges to people, communicating to them, and then finding ways to logically approach whatever was going on with them in a helpful manner because I could see the steps that might be helpful to them. I think that's, I think that's how it happened. I love that when you're saying you logical deductive and then see the steps because that's so what your name says. So did you move all the time because you were what is called a military brat? Were your fa- was your parents in the military? Many people thought so, and uh, actually it was a lot more boring. Um, my father got promoted every year, and so we transferred every year, but we used to entertain ourselves by, by telling everyone we were on the lamb. <laughs> that sounds great. Well, we need to take a break. Stay tuned and know the name, know the genius in you, which can also be heard on knowthename.com and xzbn.net. After the break, we'll find out how Gianni got involved with help- helping our veterans. Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, 
Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. President of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good to Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. 
With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at Songs and Stories for Soldiers. US. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyatt, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. Our guest tonight is John D. Whitus, whose website is EFT, the number four, the word results.com slash training. So for everybody who doesn't know, what is EFT for those listeners who aren't familiar with the term? Oh, great. I'm glad you asked. It stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques. It is a creation of the 90s, uh, which means it's not very old. It was created by Gary Craig, who was a Stanford-trained engineer who never worked in engineering, but instead decided he liked the idea of human engineering better. And he was a student of the late Dr. Roger Callahan, who had come up with something called thought field therapy. And Gary figured out a way to reverse engineer it and make it so much simpler for the average person to learn and apply. And therefore, I started calling it the people's tool because I realized that's what he had in mind. And today, over 8 million people that we know of have received the good news and the hope that emotional freedom techniques can bring. But it is a quite simple protocol on the surface, much like an iceberg. Um, It hides its great power and mystery underneath the waterline. But what you see on top is a very simple-looking, easy-to-learn, systematic percussion-like tapping with your fingertips on certain acupuncture points, about eight or nine of them that are on your face and upper torso and hands. So very easy to apply, very easy to learn, very powerful, and its truest, most therapeutic nature probably depends on the skill of the practitioner and the amount of experience that they have with it. But I can easily teach a five-year-old to take care of themselves when they are upset or afraid, and to teach their siblings. So how does exactly it work? I mean, it looks like tapping. I mean, it looks to me like miracle stuff. Well, you know, and it can be looked that way, but I'm, I'm sure at one point people looked at others going through acupuncture and thought that looks like a mysterious porcupine as well. So it's all what you get used to looking at, isn't it? Um, We step into an x-ray machine, and we no longer think that's so fascinating. But it is. I mean, think about it. We're bombarding ourselves with x-rays we can't see. Um, So it all depends on what you get used to. But how it works, um, there's a variety of thoughts about it. Like aspirin, we don't really know everything about how it works. But what we do know is that the percussive tapping on acupuncture points speaks to the body's autonomic nervous system. That's Let's just say our nervous system. And the limbic area of our brain, which is our midbrain, 
okay, that contains our unconscious as well. Um, these points that we are tapping on seem to calm the body down. I want to keep the information very, very simple for people. But it seems to calm the body down. And we can actually see that in studies that have been done. There's well over 100 of them, 40 of which are randomized control trials, which are kind of the blue ribbon of research clinical studies. But what happens is they can even see that cortisol levels, which are stress hormones, in the blood actually go down after tapping. So what we can see is, chemically speaking, it is altering the body's chemical flow from a stress hormone state to the antithesis of that, the opposite, the calm down hormones like serotonin. So there's a lot of them at work, but these are the two major ones, and we can see that in research. So that's what's happening. We're holding something in our mind, a focus that is bringing us a problem or a negative feeling, some kind of emotion that we don't like, like fear, and it helps us to address the problem while calming down the body so we return to a resourceful state. That's key when helping people calm down and get to their resourcefulness because everyone has gifts and skills and everyone's learned something, but when we're panicked, we don't remember any of that. How safe is EFT? I mean, are there negative side effects? I mean, like there's prescription drugs and they say they're pretty safe, but they have negative side effects. How does EFT work in that regard and it's to safety? Well, that's a great question. And to our knowledge, there aren't any, which is a wonderful thing in this day of uh, polypharmacy where we have so many side effects. The only negatives that we have found with EFT is that people who had given up hope or are in a lot of pain and they feel the relief that they're able to get from this tapping, which is the common name for EFT, tapping, what happens is sometimes, despite our best advice to them, they will feel so good they will decide on their own to take themselves off medications or they will uh, perhaps put themselves in harm's way for things that they haven't learned how to do yet, perhaps swimming or something like that. These are far and few between, but they're stories of human nature. They're not stories of EFT. So what we as responsible teachers and practitioners of EFT say is try it on everything. See for yourself in safety what's going to happen for you, how that's going to help you, and then Use your good judgment the same way you would if you were to embark on any new exercise program or um, supplement program or to see perhaps uh, a new and less, uh, less mainstream doctor. We want you, or modality, we want you to use good judgment. And the only times I've ever heard of EFT being involved in some kind of contraindication is when people take it on themselves to use bad judgment and, and remove themselves from either medication or a specific type of routine that has been given to them by their authorized healthcare provider. Wow. The fact that it doesn't in itself have any bad effects is really remarkable. So on your website, you talk about emotional first aid. What do you mean by emotional first aid? Oh, I'm so glad you asked because I've been a tapper for, oh, I don't know, about 14 years now. 
But I found out at a certain point that some of our clients that came to us were so activated and upset or they would easily get triggered from unresolved anxiety or unresolved traumatic events, they would easily not be able to enjoy the benefits of tapping because they were so activated. In other words, their bodies were activated. So that cuts off the blood blood flow to what we call your prefrontal cortex, which is where all your reasoning and executive function are. So when the blood flow to that area is restricted, all the good advice that you've ever been given is really unavailable to you. So what I found was, hey, these people are simply not ready for tapping yet. I need to do some strategic interventions with them so that they become calm in their nervous system and those chemicals, those calm-down hormones start to flow and they're restored to their more resourceful self and they can access that part of their brain that is conscious and cognitive and the, the prefrontal cortex area. So I thought, well, my goodness, we need something else than tapping at this moment. And so what I found was a variety of different forms of tapping adaptations that had been made over time, different names for them, also different kinds of modalities like havening or shinjinjitsu, I'm sorry, I messed that up, shinjinjitsu. Um, There were other perhaps uh, breathing techniques that had been time-honored. I took all of those and I said, I'm going to make a toolbox of strategic interventions that are content-free. They don't involve asking a bunch of questions. But these are just ways to immediately get that person's attention and get them into a more calm, rational state, a more cognitive state, and then we can apply some tapping. So that's where I came up with the idea that this is emotional first aid because it's an intervention for in-the-moment use. It is not tapping in therapeutic sessions or a therapeutic support group or even working on a particular problem or issue that the person is having. This is a way to return them to that resourceful state first. And I thought, my goodness, everybody could use this because how many people have been in the car with someone with road rage? How many people have been in the elevator with someone who's starting to hyperventilate because they're, they're very upset and afraid in the elevator? Perhaps they have some kind of phobic condition. How about children when they go to the pediatric office or they go to the hospital or the emergency room? My goodness, I thought this is great for everybody. And then, of course, I also related it to one of my favorite populations that I seek to help, which is the veterans community who often suffer from different kinds of TBI, traumatic brain injury, or uh, post-traumatic stress reactions. There's just so much out there this could help with. So that's why I decided that I would do something that was sort of a adjunct tool for your toolbox for those times when tapping was not called for or appropriate yet. Okay. So 
he did a great job describing emotional first aid. You also had a term on your website that I found kind of interesting, and you spoke about everyday triage. And mm. so what is that, and how is that different than emotional first aid? Well, I think it is a, a circumstance for which and also a time for which you apply the emotional first aid. Much like when you go to the ER, there is a triage kind of community there that ascertains who is in a higher priority state of need, right? That's their hospital Mm -hmm. triage. But every day we have what is called the little T traumas. Those are the everyday things that happen unexpectedly, the bumps in the road. And I thought... Well, that's a great way to talk about everyday little t traumas. What triage is what is necessary in this moment? What are the priority things that need to happen here? And that would be this person needs to pay attention and focus because they're going into another state. It might be freeze. You've heard of flight or freeze or fight or even the poor just flop. Those are states that our body will naturally go into when confronted with something that is unexpected and threatening. No, so I haven't heard of flop is, before. Just <laughs> the others, not flop. <laughs> well, you know, I love the concept. I'm so glad that they came up with that way to describe. Have you ever seen someone who's given up? They are floppy. They are malleable. You can do anything to them. They have given up. It is a state of the body. I see it with children sometimes because it is another kind of defense mechanism. Let's look at, uh, let's take a child for a moment. A child is not likely to to be able to. Let's take a child right after the Mm -hmm. break because we're going to take another break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. This show is dedicated to assisting people find their authentic self. After the break, we'll find out about some of the different ways that John D. Whitus has assisted people. Our guest tonight is John D. Whitus, whose website is EFT, the number four, results.com slash training. are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss shamanic counselor and indigenously trained dream decoder Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influence her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, starwalkervisions.com.
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is John D. Whitus, who can be reached via her website, which is EFT, the number four, the word results.com forward slash training. John D., before the break, you were telling us about children and EFT. Would you please continue on that where you were going? Absolutely. Well, first of all, I'm just reminding people that teaching children EFT is a wonderful thing to do because it's easy to learn, it's very rapid to apply, and they, 
then can start applying it to themselves. That's called self-care or self-management or a fancier word, self-regulation. We want to give them this information. And we also want to teach them about their emotional wisdom, which is what the emotions are for, their signals, their information. And we want the child to be able to not be afraid of their emotions, but see that this is a signal to them that a piece of information for their survival or their thriving is available for them if they can listen and put that message to work. One of the things we were talking about a moment ago is the idea of everyday triage, which is the everyday little t traumas. And nowhere does that show up more often than with children. Suddenly your best friend says, I don't want to be your friend anymore, which is not a big deal. When you're an adult, you will think that's curious perhaps, but as a child that can be devastating to you. That You might have put all sorts of safety concerns and hopes and dreams onto that friend that is the most important thing in your school to you or in your neighborhood to you, or you depend on them for your safety. So this happens to children all the time. What I was saying earlier was we have this idea, um, which is well documented, that humans uh, from a very young age have very few defense mechanisms that are just part of their biology, their biological legacy, and those are flight, fight, and freeze, and also a newer version of freeze, which is called flop. So a child will not look at an adult or a bully that is bigger and go, okay, I think I should fight. More often, they would rather run away and avoid that, which is actually a brilliant coping mechanism if they can get away. If they can't get away, much like a cornered animal, what we will see very often is the child will freeze because they have no solution to this problem. They are cornered. There is another version of this called flop that I have seen, which is generally a learned habit, as I understand it, which is if I keep finding out that there's no way out and there's no hope of escape, I will flop, and that is to go limp. So I'm not truly freezing, but I'm also not in my complete conscious state. I am doing this as a coping mechanism to put up with what is going to happen to me. Okay, so on the surface it might mean, I don't care, go ahead. There's nothing I can do anyway. Internally, I think this more often looks like the child will find a way to escape, but it is mentally. They will leave the scene, so to speak, because they can't bear being in the scene. Okay, I've just described a really traumatic event. And so I'd like everyone who's listening to tap right now with two fingers. Why don't take your first two fingers and tap gently right underneath your eye, right along the bone underneath your eye. Just gently tap and breathe Does it in. matter the right one or the left one? It doesn't. Great question. We're bilateral. That means either side will do. So just tap gently and breathe and say, yeah, that was upsetting just thinking about that. And I'm okay. It's just a conversation. Now, just do that. a quickie question on that. You asked us to tap with two fingers underneath our eye. Does it matter whether you're an overachiever and then you want to tap with two fingers on each hand under both eyes at the same time? What a great what a question. Great. No, it doesn't matter at all. Again, you can tap on either side, one or the other. You can tap with more than two fingers if you like. It's just very common to tap with two fingers on one point. 
and it doesn't even matter which one. I just chose one of the nine, and it's very common to go to that because that is directly related to our stomach meridian. That's not really important in EFT, but it is for some people who know acupuncture points, and it is for some people who say, well, why would I do that point? And it's because it helps us with our fear. Oh, that's a anyway. cool point for no, especially for teachers that are teaching with kids. Um, Isn't that how did great? You- how did you start with the veterans? I mean, did you become aware of their flight for somehow? Did something happen? And then you decided you wanted to get involved with veterans? What started um, you on that path? Great question. Well, um, I am not a veteran myself, but I am the daughter of, the sister of, the cousin of, the niece of, the granddaughter of. So I have lots of veterans in my family. I'm simply not one myself. But I do have, I believe, an innate feeling for the sacrifices that they have made. I also want to point out that Gary Craig, the inventor or the reverse engineer founder of EFT, he long ago tried to introduce this into a VA, that stands for Veterans Administration Hospital in Southern California, I think maybe in San Diego. He tried to bring this to them long ago because he knew how much it would help them. And he was able to do an old tape that we call Six Days at the VA, when he took the only cases of PTSD, or as they prefer it, PTS, um, that were willing to try something in order to feel better. So he took them on and he filmed them. That disc is still probably available on his website, which is emofree.com, emofree.com. Um, From there, I learned about his work, and I thought, that was brilliant. And even though the VA at the time was not able to embrace that, we got to see firsthand him work with VA, uh, excuse me, with veterans that had some pretty terrible things that had happened to them and get relief. Later, he even invited the worst PTS cases that he could find. He invited them at his expense to fly to San Francisco with a family member at a hotel in San Francisco. He gathered EFT coaches like myself, but I was not involved, and a friend of mine that's a filmmaker, Eric Curie, who did a film on this called Operation Emotional Freedom. And that film documented the week that these people with the worst cases spent with Gary Craig and his coaches and looked at how tapping could help them. And that was documented on film. And it's a remarkable and amazing piece of work. And I hope that everyone that is interested will check that out. So, of course, I was hooked. I thought, this is great. I'm going to be one of those coaches, too. And uh, Eric Curie and Carol Look actually released a box set on PTSD that went even further on all of that material, following a few stories in great detail as EFT practitioners could follow along and see how this was applied at the deepest, most therapeutic levels. So that's where I started getting involved. And right after that, I started working on the Vets Stress Project, which the website for that is veteransstressproject.org or thestressproject.org. You can reach it both ways. You'll see testimonials from real vets who had real relief Uh, All the various wars are represented in the lifetime that we have right now. And you can see what was done and volunteer coaches, including myself, 
that were willing to work, as well as two studies have been done. Two clinical field trial studies were done, including a replication study that was published in November, which happily, because there aren't, I don't know if viewers know this, but there aren't a lot of replication studies they get done. And this one came out swimmingly, and that's very important because that means somebody else could try it again and get the same results. That's what replication study means. So therefore, I'm just saying, in peer-reviewed journals, there are two such studies that came out of that, and I participated in both, and I decided to keep on doing this and bringing this news to anyone who would listen. So any kind of vets group that will have me, I will do interviews, I will do groups, I will do introductions, including May 23rd, I am doing an emotional first aid strategic intervention group just for veteran caretakers, caregivers, and also first responder caretakers and caregivers because many of those are veterans themselves and family members. So if you are taking care of any of these three groups, I invite you to come for a completely ridiculous small cost uh, that I've sliced from my usual usual price of 150 or 125 per person. I'm offering this for $49 just so I can reach as many veteran caregivers as possible with these tools and techniques, which I'm going to be presenting again in San Antonio, May 23rd. They can find out information on that on my website that you've kindly given them. <laughs> Danny and Brinkley does a lot of work with veterans and is very well known for it. And the Power Hour host, Joseph Riley, was a nurse in the military, and she does a lot for veterans. And yet EFT is so very different than what both of them are doing. It almost sounds like it's a shortcut to getting back to, you know, it being able to incorporate into everyday life again like they were before they went into the military and had those experiences. Well, two really important points that you're mentioning. One, EFT integrates perfectly with any other modality out there. I've never seen anything this flexible and integratable. And two, it is a shortcut. It's a very rapid relief mechanism. You know, and and how fabulous, because who doesn't want to take a shortcut, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're Americans. We demand it. Right. What can every person do to help veterans? Great question. So glad you asked. It's near to my heart. First of all, I want to say that this is a little bit political, but I'm, I'm willing to risk that. Our country has broken so many promises to our veterans. They have not lived up to their bargain. And therefore, until that gets fixed, I believe it is incumbent upon ourselves to help in any way we can. How do we do that? Well, sometimes we just donate because that's all we can do. And there are literally hundreds of foundations that do all sorts of great things for veterans. So if there's some type of activity or person that you know or foundation you find on your Google search engine, donate. Or how about your time? You might even just spend your time, as I ask people to do all the time, post on that. Do some social media. Say how you feel. Encourage people to support or take a look at somebody's very fine foundation like Vet Trip, which is T-R-I-I-P, which is the most cost-effective foundation I've ever found for delivering services directly to vets with volunteers like myself 
and that's located in San Antonio and also Houston, and they're looking for funds to open up more of these vet trip centers in more cities. So you could post on that. You could donate to that. You could volunteer for that. There are lots of volunteers who give their services once a month that are involved in Reiki, uh, acupuncture, massage, EFT, uh, essential oils, application, um, sitting and talking with the vets, offering services uh, to the vets. There are okay. so many ways Hold to help. Hold that thought and, and let's continue if you have more ideas on that after the break because we need to take our last break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. After the break, we'll find out what Johnny has in her name that assisted her that you might have in your name as well. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. 
True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is, is Johnny Whitus, and her website is EFT, the number four, results.com slash training. She's taken her logical mind and applied it to EFT and developed her skill to a level where she's able to assist others to find a way to make life more meaningful. Johnny, right before the break, you were telling us about different ways people could help with our veterans. And it reminded me of an operation that I got to be a part of where one of the mothers of the soldiers in in Iraq came and said to one of our group meetings and said, you know, my son talks about all these different things that they can't get enough of over there, like dog collars, because there's so many sand fleas in Iraq that they use the dog collars around their ankles to keep the fleas from jumping up on them. And she made a whole list of different things that they weren't veterans yet, they were still active duty, but that could help them in their jobs and make their life more pleasant. And so we sent these huge care packages over to that unit. So you're working with veterans a lot. Is there something that you're finding veterans as a whole require or really benefit from that the rest of us wouldn't think of? Wow, those are so many good questions. First of all, good on you, and those are wonderful ways to help. There's all kinds of things that they need that I won't even comment on. I think you've got that licked. And also there's a lot of good resources just on the web simply by uh, tapping that question in. Um, I would say one of the things that every one of us can do is we can understand better what's going on with them. 
that doesn't mean we have to be an expert. It does mean that we, I think that it's incumbent upon us to stop going PTSD and thinking we know what that means. First of all, most of them don't want to be a disorder. They're a person, and they're having some crises and some symptoms, and unfortunately there's a constellation of them happening simultaneously to them that has really been devastating to them in some way, or it comes in cycles. And that's what I would just call unsupported recovery. And so the the best thing I think you can do is learn a little about it. Uh, perhaps you want to get some really good books on the subject. There are many now, thank goodness. Uh, one of the best would be, um, let's say, War of the Soul, uh, War and the Soul, excuse me, Edward Tick, um, Moving Our Nation to Care, um, Soul Repair, um, Love Our Vets, Restoring Hope for Families with Veterans. There's a number of those. Again, the Google is your, your very good friend there. But learning how that might be for another human being instead of pathologizing it, I think is a wonderful thing everybody can do. So all I have to do is learn a bit more about it and then treat them accordingly as a fellow human being that is undergoing a lot of different irresolvable um, irresolvable circumstances at the same time. They're trying to make sense of a lot of conflicting forces under impossible situations that are happening simultaneously. So they're really trapped very often in dilemma kind of situations. So your compassion and your understanding of that would go a long way, okay? Then you might find, how can I serve? It might be you wish to be at the USO, which is uh, an old organization that is at almost every airport and transportation center, you might be exactly the kind of person they want just to talk to them, just to remind them of home or to give them a friendly ear or give them just a compassionate person to talk to. Um, You might go ahead and find in your community who's doing what, who's sending those care packages, how could you join in. Um, If you are compelled to work with them, There are so many opportunities as a volunteer, but you don't have to be daunted about it. Just take, what are your skill sets? Just like you teach people, Sharon, about their name and what skills they have, that's a beautiful way for for each person to understand, how might I be able to put who I am authentically to work for who they are in this state? where they might need something. And by the way, not everyone has PTS. There's kids that need babysitting. There's groups uh, that, that need athletic coaches and volunteers. So much out there that you can do uh, with so little effort. And make it in your wheelhouse, as you say. Uh, make it authentic to who you are and the gifts that you have, and you'll never give better help than that. When you look at people who have PTSD, it manifests in such a variety of ways. And for people that haven't been around veterans or haven't been around uh, people that have been underneath the stress that a lot of our veterans have and their particular stress from being in war zones, what can they expect to see from PTSD? And how would you say to react other, yes, we want to have compassion, but is there Like sometimes I always think breathe deeply and count to seven before I say anything when I'm seeing something I don't understand just to give me time. Um, Do you have little tricks or little things that you would suggest for somebody who's just starting out and could possibly be seeing somebody experience PTSD 
are having an episode for the first time in front of them? Sure. Um, well, first of all, I think there are millions of people with PTS all around you, some of which are not veterans, and you don't see it. It's an invisible wound in many cases, okay? Um, so it doesn't look particularly like anything until someone is having a reaction to what's going on. Um, if they do, and I talk about this a bit in emotional first aid, uh, some of it is verbal first aid, which is you want to speak with, uh, you want to speak directly, you want to speak in calm tones, you want to say less instead of more, because frequently they're in a confused state when they are having, uh, as you say, an episode, or I would say a reaction. So I would want to say something like, I'm right here, can I be of help? Instead of, oh, what's going on right now? I can see that something's going on. Would you like me to get help? Would you like me to call? Uh, is it okay? Can I, can, or I try to touch them very suddenly. See, that's very confusing. I've just added to the confusion. So there's verbal first aid. These are strategies and interventions like we were talking about. Um, so keep it simple. Keep it direct. Keep it very coherent. And also, please don't touch unless you have asked permission to do so. Um, just like every other creature on the planet, most humans don't like somebody's hand coming right into their face, not only their space, but especially in their face. So please try to keep in mind that these might be exacerbating or, or enlarging the problem. So please don't do that. Also, you might want to simply say, I am here to help is there anything specifically I could do? Or just, here's the simpler version of that, just tell me how I can help, I'm here. You know, that's they interesting may. you say it that way because when people are experiencing a death of a dear loved one, uh, very often we also say too much and an easy right. thing just is to be present and to be able yeah. to say, I'm here, uh, let me know if I can help or what I could do. Absolutely, and I spend most of my time mentoring and training new EFT practitioners, and we talk about presence a great deal because this is what bringing your whole consciousness and your whole self to the situation is all about. And this particular interventionary quality we're talking about means to still yourself, your frenetic pace, your fears, your energy, in order to simply be there for that person, right? Right. Is there anything else that you're currently working on that we haven't addressed? Well, um, I actually have just released a book on Amazon, which is a very small book, simple book, but it's called How to Be a Great Detective. And what it's for is it's for caregivers of all kinds to help them learn how to ask better quality questions in order to help the person sort out what's going on with them and where that's really coming from. Because in my experience, it's rare that it's coming from what is going on at the moment. What's going on at the moment is usually a mirror or a repercussion out of a situation that they have not resolved in the past. So if you find yourself curious about that, please do go on Amazon and take a look and see if that's the kind of thing that you could use in your business or your home or your group or that you would like to use as a volunteer. Johnny, thank you so much for being with us tonight. 
Be prepared to be surprised and pleased when you experience John D. Whitus's work. Her website again is the EFT, the number four, um, then the word results dot com slash forward slash that is training. John D. excels at logical thinking. This is found in the letters O-N next to each other. If your name has an O-N in the first name, this is a natural for you. If the O-N is found in the last name, you were taught to think in a logical manner. Either way, this ability is yours to use. Do you want to know where your genius lies? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, host of the radio show, Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which can be heard every weekday at various hours right here on xzbn.net radio and xzone radio station and on knowthename.com. Tune in to hear fascinating ways other people discovered the genius in themselves and what they were able to accomplish. In each upcoming show, you'll hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. For all days and times of Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, please go to www.xzbn.net and check out our broadcast schedule. If you wish to know how to read a person's name or more about your own name and how you can discover your innate genius, go to the website knowthename.com and give yourself the gift of a session to find out what your name says about you and how knowing your name means you can help to live to your best and highest. You can also schedule an appointment with me, your host, by going to knowthename.com. This is Sharon Lynn Wyeth, signing off. <laughs>